the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Eric from Kurtz Automotive and Kurt from Kurtz Automotive I-17 and Bell Road. Um, I think we are in a group of, of shop owners that get along wonderfully. Yes, sir. Yes. We... we I know that if somebody came in and said they had a problem with me, you'd help me, yes. and I would do the same for yes. you. I think we're a good group of guys because we know right from wrong, and most of us are gray-haired. Mm-hmm. And our second generation ne- isn't necessarily yet. I'm he close. is. He's huh? gray. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. That's not called. Well, your age, it's not called gray. Oh. It's called platinum. Platinum. Right. Yeah, it's just platinum, and uh, or you know you can call it anything. Chrome. So a couple of my friends call it chrome. It's yeah. not gray. But anyway, it, it um, we do have a good group of guys. You can go to best. You can go to MarkSalem.com and then click on the best car repair shops. And we've got guys all over the town that um, that I I have investigated and I have checked and I believe there to be the my list of shops is the best one around. Let's talk about a good shop and that's Auto Dynamics in Sun City. Since 1982, they've been in business. And Chuck, who started Auto Dynamics, and I worked together when I was in high school in 1968. And he worked at a mobile station, and I worked at a mobile station. I worked at a shell station. That was what the deal was. But I've known Chuck for a long time, but his son Derek now runs Automotive Dynamics. So if you're in Sun City, then I would see, and you don't have a repair shop you love and trust, Auto Dynamics is on the north side of Grand Avenue, just west of 99th Avenue. Just west of 99th Avenue. Patrick, good morning. Uh, good morning, Mark. I uh, listened to you for years. Enjoy your show. Well, thank I have you. a question re- regarding a, a Lexus. It's an 09. It's an ES350. I'm advised by the dealer that the CV boots are leaking and would need to be replaced and the thing realigned. Um, you know, a ballpark guess for the cost of such a job, assuming there's nothing else involved, might be what to what? I, I can Let me just say something to you. It is okay for you to say, I'd like to see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's okay. And if they say no, you need to worry about that. It's okay for someone to take a snapshot from a, a shop phone and send it to you and say this is what mm-hmm. and and we can give you two pictures because we got so many cars on the rack that we can show you your boots that are torn and throwing grease all over the place and another b- axle boot yeah. even if it's off a Toyota or Chevrolet mm-hmm. that's clean yeah, yeah. now okay. uh, we're going to talk about this amongst ourselves doesn't it usually throw grease that drops on the floor if we start spinning a boot mm, we don't see that much anymore it's so okay. thick 
and there's so many undercovers and everything, we don't really see a lot slung anymore. Okay, especially if it's an in, inboard boot or something. Okay, I, the plunge one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't. All right, I'm gonna. You go the answer first. Uh, you're going now. How many miles are on the Lexus? It's a little less than seventy thousand. Okay, well, we're not talking new axles then. We're talking about just joints nope. or do a rebuild axle. Um, okay. Go ahead. In our parts suppliers, it's about as cheap to put brand new ones in it is to. That's what I was thinking too. Put, you know, rebuild them. By the time you labor them and to rebuild them and everything, it's not worth it. Well, you've got, like you said, you got to take the axles in and out no matter what happens. Yeah. But if you take the axle out, you disassemble it. You got both joints to deal with. You're yeah. gonna have to grease at least one and replace, uh, and maybe replace the other. But you're gonna do the boot and the new grease and all that kind of stuff to just do a slip and slide grab two axles, pull them out, put them back in is much better. Yeah. But he's got 70,000 miles. a little premature. Yeah, at nine. It's a nine. So uh, I think I would get another opinion. Who does, mm-hmm. who does your oil changes for you? Well, it's always been the dealer, but okay. I'm in North Mesa, and I'm probably closest to one of your shops, which is Thompson's. Yeah. Uh, they're kind of just down the road from me. Do they do... That sort of thing. No, here's what you're going to do. You're going to call Thompson okay. and say, I'd like to bring my Lexus okay. in for an oil change. What's convenient okay. for you? And then you say to them, by the way, I would like very much to at least look at the underside of my car when it's there. Would I be allowed into the shop to go look at the bottom of the car? He's going to say yes. Okay. And then you, okay. then when you get there, you don't let the cat out of the bag. But when you get there, you say to the technician, Gosh, I've never seen the bottom of my car before, obviously, because it's never been on its top. But where are the boots at? And he'll show you because yours is going to be up front. Yeah. And then you go, do you think those are okay? And if he says, yes, well, how do you know they're okay? Because they're not slinging grease. Yeah. The flip side of the same coin is, is, yeah, that one there's bad. You can see it's slung a bunch of grease all over. That's all you have to do. A second opinion and an oil change. People... People can ask to go into the shop. How many people ask you to go into the shop? Very few. How many people do you grab off the floor and bring them out into the There's shop? More than, more than the ask. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And it's, it's, a, it's an integrity issue. It's a matter of, yeah. let me show you what you... Because you know they can go Google a bad boot. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Go knock yourself out. Yeah. So it's, it's really... We're, we're taking customers. If they're in our lobby, they're coming out to see the car. If we're doing one of those... Tell me if this is right or wrong. Your butt's coming outside. Yeah, if it's yeah. a second opinion, we want to show them why we say what we say. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So in your particular case, Patrick, I, I would do just exactly what I suggested to do. And it doesn't make any difference what shop it is. That is a perfectly acceptable conversation to have. Okay. So, And then after well, you're all done... You tell Brian or Thelma or whoever's at the front counter that you have a coupon from Mark Salem for 95% off, but you'll have to get in the glove box to get it before you pay the bill. <laughs> so. Okay, well, one, one, one quick question. Sure. The, the oil change is, you know, this is not a high miler. We don't use it a lot. It probably isn't due for a, an oil change anyway. Could I just short-circuit it? Tire Bill rotation? Thompson's what I was told. And, yeah. And, Why don't you uh, do a tire rotation? It, do a tire winner. Yeah, say say I'm I'm just throwing stuff out, yeah. but what about I'd like to make an appointment for a tire rotation and along with that I'd like you to check my brakes. Yeah. Or you could just say okay. it's getting ready to get warm and I might travel for the summer. Can we do a, a safety inspection, inspection yeah. on, on the bottom side yeah. of the car? Yeah. There's a lot you can say. Now our customers 
might very well say, I need a second opinion. Yeah. yeah. And, and that, but it's perfectly acceptable for Patrick to do what we're suggesting. Yeah. yeah. It's how you talk to us. It's what you ask us for. Um, sure. it really and truly, if, if we're, if we're bad, we're not going to let you see that. Yeah. We're going to sell you the boots. We're going to look, go in the shop and come back and say, yeah, you got boots bad. If he did have bad boots, finish your, uh, your uh, estimate. Two, well, two new axles are in our labor. Yeah, nope. this would be, and he said alignment too. So mm-hmm. your give or take hour, hour and a half aside. Okay, three. Um, and then I, off the top of my head, I think axles are 200-ish, 250 piece. I'm going to go 250. Yeah. So you got $500 worth of axles, yeah. and you've got three hours at $150. 120 or 150, okay. yeah, depending upon where you are. Yeah. I'm just taking the yeah. top end for self-preservation. <laughs> <laughs> you should be able to get everything for $1,000 or less. Or less. Yeah. No questions. Yeah. No <laughs> questions. And that's both sides, all new axles, all four and boots, and alignment. Yeah. 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 Okay. So when you did an alignment, right. you want to make sure your steering wheel's straight and the car goes down the road straight if the road's flat. But if it's this crowned city street, you're probably going to drift a little right, and there's nothing we can do about that. We can either make it go straight on the highway or we can make it go straight on the city. But uh, yeah. most of yeah. the time, we can't do both. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think what I think what I might do is just uh, ask them to rotate the tires, check the alignment, and while they're at it, uh, look on the underside and see what we got. Are you? Is you can do that. that. Yeah, pick. I like how you're going to take something you need and then dovetail that into it, and then you can say to them, "Is there any possibility I can go out in the shop and look and and just I just want to watch the technician, and if you'll ask him to talk out loud." Yeah. Tires are looking good. No abnormal wear issues here. Exhaust is good. They would be black here if it was leaking at this seam. And uh, the, the, as far as the shocks are concerned, you got the you got good shocks. None of them are leaking oil, but by age, they're 11 years old. Yeah. Yeah. So if you sure. wanted to improve the ride, but you run a risk that we might do a lot of shock work, and you're going to say, it rides the same. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a risk there. <laughs> and so that's the conversation that you can have. And um, really and truly, we're trying to please our customers, and I represent a huge contingent of independent shops, and I don't represent yep. about a third of them. So that's Understand. that's the best advice we can give you. Yeah. All right. Thank well, you, Patrick. Thanks. Uh-huh. Speaking of another good shop that's up in your area, Strictly Diesel, Nate. Nate. He is a giant of mm-hmm. a man. He has tennis rackets for hands. If I, I shudder to think that if I was a young man dating his daughter and he got his hands around my head, <laughs> you know, because I got her home late or something. But he's the nicest guy in the whole wide world, and he really does know diesel. So if you've got a diesel and nobody can fix your car or your truck, if you've got a diesel that you want to talk about maybe doing some modifications to, if you've got a diesel that they tell you the part's not available, then call Nate because he'll know if there's a part available, and he also makes some repairs that aren't available anywhere else, like a dipstick issue. Yeah. And he's got an adapter for that 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 works pretty good. So strictly diesel service and repair, I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. They're open Monday through Friday, and they also sell parts 24 hours a day on their website. So strictly diesel service and repair. You were going to say something? No. You were just going <clears throat> for nothing. No, that wasn't me. That was him. Oh, okay. Um, I am going to talk about some another shop that we're real proud of, and that's Blackwell Automotive. Him and I are brothers with different mothers. We're both kind of ornery, <laughs> and and, oh. and he did something for me the other day. I couldn't find anybody to take this lady's Chevy pickup 
and install the air conditioning that she had put purchased from the web. And so you don't know what's going on, yeah. and you don't know what compressor they're using, and does it include the lines? And Oh, and by the way, I'd like to put power brakes and power steering in it at the same time. So I called a couple of shops, and nobody wanted anything to do with that. Here's the other part of the story. She had a friend, and the friend told him that this mechanic was really good. So the truck's been at this mechanic's oh house for a bunch of time. I don't know if <laughs> it's a familiar. week or a month. I don't know. So I call Blackwell and I say, hey, I, I got this thing. She lives up near you and I need some help on it. And da 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 and power steering and brakes and air conditioning and everything else. And I'm having a tough time finding somebody to take this thing. And he goes, I'll take it. I said, you will? He goes, yeah, just send it over to me. I said, you understand? He goes, just send it over to me. I got this. So she calls me back. She drops off Thursday morning. She calls me back Friday afternoon. She says, I'm driving away. In two days, he installed the air conditioning. He changed the compressor bracket, moved it to the other side of the motor, completely installed factory air with the recirculation system and, and everything else. He changed it. I'm pretty sure it was power steering and power brakes he converted. Wow. And this lady thinks... I walk on water, and I say, you need to talk to Blackwell, <laughs> because I dared him, and he did it. So anyway, Blackwell Automotive, 40th Street and Glen Greenway, and he's a good guy, and obviously he knows hot rods. Yeah. Obviously he knows that, uh, what's the word we're looking for when you redesign a car? Yeah. When Modifications. You, thank you. He does lots of those, and he's really good at what he does. So 40th and Greenway, Tom Blackwell, Blackwell Automotive. We'll be back right after this. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. What is really going on in the real estate market? This is a question we get almost every day. This is Phil and Josh, hosts of Arizona Real Estate Matters, which airs every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 The Patriot. This isn't some one-hour real estate infomercial. Arizona Real Estate Matters covers what is happening today in our real estate market. We discuss the current and ever-changing real estate facts and statistics that affect the largest purchase that you'll probably ever make. So for the most up-to-date real estate information affecting the real estate market today, tune in to Arizona Real Estate Matters every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 The Patriot. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I paid more than the minimum each month, and soon enough, it was gone. So you're just giving up. Giving up on what? 
The life of luxury. Egyptian cotton, caviar Thursdays, designer everything. What are you talking about? Our plan. What happened to winning the lottery and mastering the art of the perfect mimosa? Hosting galas, wearing enough jewelry to acquire a bodyguard, vacationing in the French Riviera, and then buying it. I just thought maybe it was time to prepare for my future. You know, set some financial goals, make some smart investments, open a 401k. Financial goals? Investments? A 401k? You are horrifying right now. Listen, if winning the lottery were easy, everyone would do it. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. I am proud to defend our nation. Proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference. I am proud to be part of something larger than me and to serve my country. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving in the Air Force Reserve. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win. In air, space, and cyberspace. I'm proud to be a member. I'm proud to protect. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. Patriot app tip number six: Find the latest articles from Town Hall, Hot Air, or even the most recent posts from Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, and more. All on the Patriot app news feed. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We're going to be here till noon talking about car and car repair stuff. And I was remiss in not giving you the phone number that you could call in and ask us car questions. And really, there's nothing you can't, you're going to ask us that we haven't already discussed in our lives. We haven't already been asked, um, except there's some really weird stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, I roll up my passenger window and I hear a meow. Okay, well, we'll get the cat out of your door, <laughs> something like that. I mean, those kinds of things we're not going to be able to help you with. But anything else, Automatic Transmission Exchange has been in Phoenix since 1968. When you go down 40th Street in Washington, north side of the road, you'll see a transmission shop there. It's been there a long time. Phil actually worked on Fred Flintstone's rock-tired car. That's how long Phil's been in this industry. So if you're in Phoenix and you need transmission work, perhaps a leak or perhaps a diagnosis or something with respect to your transmission, or even if you don't know if it's the transmission or the engine, which is a problem we have a lot of times, then maybe Phil can help you determine this is a transmission problem or it's an engine problem. So that's Automatic Transmission Exchange. We call it ATE, and that's at 40th Street in Washington on the north side of the road. 602 508-0960. Any kind of car question you have, we can help you out. We've got lots of customers like you. We're going to go back to the oil change stuff. The ladies that drive 3,000 miles a year, we put them in conventional. Yeah. They're they're plenty covered. Then it goes from 3,000 to 75, or to 5, and then 5 to 7,500 miles, and then synthetics depending on what you're pouring. Now, what are you guys pouring? Are you doing the 540 or the 1540? For which ones? Um, for any of them, we do I both. Mean, well, yeah, both. It depends upon the we've even what got, engine it is. We've even got some of the new ones that are uh, what's that? Zero sixteen. Zero yes. sixteen. Yeah, that oil is going to be expensive. It was it is extremely expensive. Yeah, and until it gets mainstream. Yeah, yeah. but I, I'll tell you what we're pouring. We're pouring five forties for the full synthetic ones, and we're converting a lot of the 1540s, which is a blend in our line, the 1540s to a 540 to give them the longer oil yeah. change intervals. So, But the default is look at the oil cap or look at the owner's manual. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the default. The problem is, is what happens, you guys, there's a special General Motors oil that we use, Dexos, is that what Dexos, it is? Dexos, and it's yeah. now 
Spec 2. Spec 2. So why don't you put that in there? General Motors says that's the oil for my engine. And all the newer stuff, yeah, but why pay the extra when you don't need that extra? Okay. Well, what's the difference between their Dexos or Spec oil and what you pour? Uh, a specification. Yeah, specification. <laughs> yeah. the, the, my answer is, is it's the same thing. Yeah. If you think General Motors go, has their own well and they can <laughs> refine the oil and they put it in a can, that's craziness. So it's it's another it's just another brand in their can. So it's yeah. like a lot of the rest of them. It's you know, there's only two oil filter manufacturers in the United States. Can you guess? Wix is one. Champ is the other. Champs. Those two guys. There's only five companies that pull oil out of the ground and actually make an engine oil. And I, I'm, I'm going to screw this up. It's going to be Phillips 66, Chevron, uh, Mobile, Shell, and there's one other. I can't remember what it is. But those four people actually pull it out of the ground and make engine oil. But then, so you wonder... Which one of those is the General Motors oil coming from and the Motocraft oil from and all the rest of those private label things? Yeah. yeah. So it's just a matter. It's our job. We got a caller. Who might that be, Gil? Say hello to Vicky. Vicky, good morning. Good morning, Mark. I've got a question. Um, okay. What causes an engine to diesel and uh, does it do any damage to it? Okay. Um all three of us know why it diesels, but we're all universal in you don't want to let that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? So um, there's, I'm going to, just a minute here, there's usually three reasons. Can you think of them? Okay. You be first and talk about one of the reasons. You, you, well, it depends if you're talking older or newer cars. Fuel injected or carbureted, Vicky? Carbureted. Okay. okay. Go ahead. Uh, they're running hot and they just the fuel just keeps burning and usually a high idle we're seeing a yeah. high idle where we're still delivering fuel after it shuts off yeah. Kurt? you're going to have timing you're going to have the temperature and you're going to have carburetor settings and and I, that's it he, yeah. he got all three of them see he's smarter than you yeah no Good. it's carburetors okay <laughs> you and me know carburetors mark if it was fuel ejection we have to talk to eric okay the dieseling part is this. In order to have the car diesel, which runs means run after you pull your key out, it's knocking and pinging and all that kind of stuff, you have to have fuel delivery and you have to have something that's glowing red hot in order to ignite the fuel. So you got a carbon buildup, but here's just go with me or, or raise your hand and say, Mark, you're full of BS. A high idle where the throttle plates are open more is the first place you want to start. Yeah. Always, yeah. So in in any case, guys, in drive, no AC on, on a carbureted car. Idle? Six, seven hundred RPM. Bingo. I agree with you. I agree with you. That's, okay, we're not going to talk about a fuel injected because once we turn the key off, it doesn't have any more fuel. So if if it's up above 700, now we got to mention in drive or in neutral? Is it six seven? Yeah, yeah, in drive. Okay, because it, when you put it in, if it's a neutral, when you put it down, it drops way too low. Okay, and and I w- but I needed to clarify yeah. that with them. You and I are talking techie crap here, but they don't understand. So six to seven hundred in drive. Yeah, but if it was eight or nine hundred, Vicky, if she could find somebody, put a half a turn out on the idle screw. Yeah, and that might take care of it. But Vicky, the answer to your question is. is Okay, Kurt, she comes in and she says, my car's dieseling, and you've got this young buck back in the shop, and it's slow. What are you going to estimate the 
the uh, are you going to give her a diag or are you going to give her a, a diag number? Or are you going to give her a fixed number? We're we're probably going to start with a half hour. Okay, all right. Because so. we're going to have to see what the timing's at, what the idle's at, and what's running kind of hot. Maybe yeah. it's carbon, yeah. or we got a thermostat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, in in in, I'm trying to be. I'm picking the middle out of this. Okay. That half an hour represents between sixty and eighty dollars yeah. a half an hour, depending on who you are. Right. Everybody in our industry is somewhere between one twenty and one forty, one fifty yeah. an hour. So that yeah. and that so there's this might very well be one of those where it's sixty dollars to find it and six and another three dollars to fix it, right? Yeah. Or it could be the other way around where they've modified the engine and we're gonna have to put a, a idle up solenoid on it. For the air conditioning. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that we can shut it down when it shuts off the engine. Now Eric, do you know what we're talking about? Actually I do. <laughs> I, I told him once. <laughs> <laughs> Us gray-haired guys. Now, we use idle-up solenoids for a lot of things. Everything. Yeah. I mean, we, we've installed those a lot. And, and, folks, what we're talking about is a solenoid that's con- connected to the ignition system. And when you start your car, it pops out and it sets the idle. And in the, in the old car's cases, it would idle at 600 and drive. But when you turn the air on, it would drop dramatically. So the idle kicker would then pop out and bring you back to 600. Yeah. And so that's what it was. We had this very archaic, very Fred Flintstone way of keeping you at 6, 650 in drive with your air conditioning on or off. How many guys do you know that actually knew how to set those up, Kurt? Well, there's two in this room. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's not a part of that, too, is he? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. But I could help him, though, if he needed it. No, that's it. right. But, but you understand the concept. That's the part, uh, important yeah. part is the If concept. I've got the big stone wheels, I call him because he <laughs> knows how to chisel them away. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, Eric, I'm sorry you have to leave, <laughs> but he's now gone. Yeah. Anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Thank you for calling, Vicki. If you have any kind of car question or if you want us to vote on something, then 602-508-0960. Kurt and uh, Eric from Kurt's Automotive, I-17 and Bell. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. My friends, Dennis Prager here, and they're at it again. The left is doing their best 
to silence ideas they don't like. On the college campus, in social media, and at your place of work, if you dare think for yourself and say what you believe, the left will try to shut you down. I've experienced this, and you, your children, and your grandchildren will or already have. My friends, it is time to fight back and defend our values, and that is why I made the film No Safe Spaces. Hollywood doesn't want you to see this film, which is why, believe it or not, this is really amazing, you won't see it on Netflix or Amazon Prime. But now you can watch No Safe Spaces for a limited time at nosafespaces.com. It's time to fight back against the attack on free speech and protect our American values. In any event, it's just a great film. See No Safe Spaces starring Adam Carolla and me at nosafespaces.com. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words... The future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. Every child deserves to have access to books because children who grow up with books invariably do better in life than children who do not. How do I choose a book? Is it the cover? Uh, yeah, some, I guess, you know, it's sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual, so it's a combination of those two. The first book I remember was Captain's Courageous. When I finished that book, I had become so involved with these characters. So here's the thing. If a book's really, really impressing me and the writing is really, really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the ends, the endings of books, if it's really, really well done, that ending, that last thought should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress and the Ad Council. All about that demon automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels and results of the dream of Henry Ford. Well, welcome back, everybody. Turn off my speakers so we don't have to listen to the uh, feedback. See, we're talking um, in the middle of all of this kind of stuff. Let me tell you about one other good shop, and that's Larry Harker's Automotive, 38th Avenue and Indian School. They've been around since 1967. When you go in the front lobby, you'll be dealing with Ellen. Her husband, Bob, is in the back. They also have a technician that's a relative of theirs. His name is Jeremy. Have you ever met anybody that had passed every single ASE test they make? Paint and body, school buses, big trucks, framework, um, fuel, uh, uh, climate controls. He's one of like four in the United States that's passed every single ASC test. How old is he, Mark? I don't know. He's no no older than this buck sitting next to us. Yeah, I knew he was a young man. Yeah. And, and to give Coach 
folks a perspective. In order to be a master tech, you have to pass all eight automotive for passenger car light truck. Mm -hmm. No paint and body, Mm -mm. nothing else. Just drivability, all the aspects of, of this. So you've got paint and body, you've got school bus, you've got big truck. You've got a variety of other portions of our industry that we can't say that we're masters in. Yeah. But a master's in ASE is a com- is a com- is the same as a master's degree in college. Yeah. Because if you're ASE certified in one or two of the eight categories, then you're ASE certified in automotive. Right. But to be a master, you've got to clean up the whole slate. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, at Larry Harker's Auto, Jeremy is one guy that's been around the block more than once. And I got a caller. Who might that be, Gil? That would be Gary. Gary, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I have a quick question that you can answer quickly. I'm going to get to it about oil. Okay. But I uh, have a set of Firestone tires on a car, and I went back to the Firestone dealer because they uh, rotate them free. So they did. And then they handed me a bill for almost $70. And I said, what's that for? Well, they inadvertently had changed the oil instead of rotating the tires. But they immediately ownership of it and said, gosh, we're sorry, and you just got a free oil change. But then I asked him, I said, what type of oil did you put in? And they said, Pennzoil. Well, I'm old and synthetic, and I'm old enough to remember all the Pennzoil stories about slugs that you talked about earlier in the deal. <clears throat> My quick question is, am I okay with today's Pennzoil uh, full synthetic? Well, let me ask you a question. What year is your car? Uh, this one is an old one. It's a 2001 Buick with uh, 111,000 miles on it. What do you think, young Buck Eric? He's perfectly fine. Nowadays, oils are all blended down really nice. And and I want to tell you, and Kurt? Yeah, it's good. Okay. I won't worry about it a bit. I'd say thank you. And and and, and, and I think Pennzoil was just an innocent victim of all those circumstances. It. I don't think it was Pennzoil or Quaker State or any of the rest of them. I think we were running the engines too cold. We were sledging yep. them up because yeah. they boiled the water out yep. of them. So this whole thing about Pennzoil being the bad guy, would you agree it's not true? No, no. I've never seen it. We've we've ne- we were wrong back then. Yeah, we were wrong. So and and we were getting advice from the young bucks, and uh, that's part of the reason that we were wrong, right, Eric? <laughs> I don't know. You were the young bucks back yeah, then. Yeah. <laughs> no, we weren't. No. <laughs> No, we weren't. <laughs> anyway, that that's that's it, Gary. If they're going to do a free oil change for you, um, I would want to know conventional, semi-synthetic, blended, or synthetic, and then your oil change interval will change based on that. But that was yep, nice okay. of them to do. Yep. Did they still charge you everything? No, 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 no. They immediately reduced the bill and said, uh, we're sorry, and uh, went ahead and rotated the tires, and the oil change part was uh, was off. And I would just... You know, you've answered my question. I'm yeah. not going to worry at all about the quality of the oil, okay? No, uh, we no. promise that you don't yeah. have to worry about that. We promise. Okay, Gary, thank you very much. And uh, Pennzoil. Huh, just write yeah. it down so that we know what we were talking about. Yeah. yeah. What oil are you guys pouring? We use the, uh, it's a, wow. Yeah. Factory. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's, they use the the big company in town. 
Um, um, VP. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, B- B- British Petroleum, is that what the maker of the oil is? I believe I so. Think so. Okay, I think so, too. Yeah. It, it's no different, what you're talking about from factory is no different than it's an oil that's brought in by a parts manufacturer that they're recanning in their brand. Their yeah. brand, yeah. So, and, and we buy it in bulk. Yeah, and, and for, for us, it's Chevron. Yeah. We have a relationship with Chevron. Yeah. It started out, it's kind of hard not to pour Chevron when three or four of your customers are big shots at Chevron. <laughs> now, nobody else in the lobby cares what I'm pouring, yeah, yeah. except though we have a guy. We don't take American Express because it costs a lot. Yeah. So he's a big shot at American Express, and he brings that to our attention. So my daughter signed us up with American Express, and we have three charges a year. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he comes in. Just to make him happy. <laughs> just to make him happy. And we'll go to extremes just to make him happy. Yeah. And we're not adding the 3% onto his ticket yeah. either. Yeah. But we all have to make those concessions. You do. All righty, 602-508-0960. If you have a, a question or a call or if you have an argument, you want to do that, then, heck, we're up to it. Yeah. 602-508-0960. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Patriot Phoenix skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Patriot Phoenix. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what's your favorite radio station? That's easy. Intelligent Talk, 960, The Patriot. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Are you the type who's got little time for talk but still wants to be plugged in? Wants the nickel tour by someone in the know? Wants the bottom line at the top of the page and at the top of the hour? I'm Terry Gilberg. Each day I write and deliver Terry's take on the topics, a digestible version of the issues of the day, every morning at 7.04 a.m., every evening at 6.04 p.m. Get a fresh take every day on air, past takes every day online, 7.04 a.m., 6.04 p.m., and more than 500 takes at 960 The Patriot. Terry's take is sponsored by Modern Round, Upscale Lounge, and Eatery. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes, and you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work, (laughs) I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes. Another if you've got high blood pressure. If you're overweight, raise another finger. Two if you're very overweight. And three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio prediabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your flap. 
Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother! We can do this together! All right, let's go! Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this! You will rock this! To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number seven. Not only is the app the best place to listen to your favorite Patriot shows and podcasts, but look out for special contests, giveaways, and even scratch games right at your fingertips. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Well, welcome back, everybody. The uh, time is 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, and we're going to go straight to the phones with you guys, and um, we don't have any feedback, so that's good. And we're going to start with Tom. Tom, good morning to you. How can we help you? How you doing, Mark? I, I had a question of specific exhaust gas recirculation, uh-huh. and I'd done some reading that some of the newer cars, the direct injection, need to have an oil catch can. Have you had any dealings with those? Mm-hmm. Go. Yeah, we've seen them. Uh, yes and no. I mean, if you're doing regular services, they're really overkill, but at the same time, they're, you know, something that doesn't hurt it, but it doesn't I can't say it's going to help it. Yeah, are we talking about an EGR? Well, he said because well, a lot of them they cancel the EGR on the new direct injection because they can do lean burn and everything else, so they right. can variable the cam timing, fuel controls, all that stuff. We don't need EGR. We anymore. don't need it. So, but they're running higher crankcase pressures because of the direct injection. Okay. And they're having a lot more blow by because of the direct injection. So, people are trying to add catch cans to keep the intakes cleaner because now we're getting a lot of the carbon problems on the intakes. Okay. So. I can't say they've done good. I can't say they've done bad. Okay, well, let me ask you a question. We still have a PCV valve on that, right? Right. Yes. Okay. Now, PCV valve for everybody else is positive crankcase ventilator. So what we're doing is is we've got fresh air coming in on the driver's side of the motor. The air moves through the engine, through the crankcase. And on the other side, we have a vacuum cleaner called a PCV valve. So we're sucking on the driver, the passenger side of the engine from a, a vent on the driver's side. So that positive crankcase ventilator just reintroduces that fuel to the engine. Yeah. So we're just a big circle. Yeah, those catch cans are putting on the fresh air breather side, so when you're under high pressure, under load, they're not blowing backwards down the... Okay. The so on the fresh, fresh air, otherwise air coming into the engine, we're going to put a catch can there yeah. because we're overpressuring the engine and we're kicking some oil back that way. Yeah. On the other side, the vacuum cleaner, the PCV valve, can suck all it wants. It's baffled it's, to right. get all that out. But by the same token, the PCV valve is just a vacuum cleaner for the fumes inside the engine. Yeah. Yeah. What would you do if it was your car? 
you know, if you need a nice bright chrome one, you know, looks really cool. Yeah. You can show it off. Yeah. But beyond that, I probably wouldn't do anything. Uh, are you? G- <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like about you. You are so damn technical. <laughs> chrome. Oh, yeah. oh, so titanium sounds good enough? Okay, let me ask you. Are we got a breather over there. So uh-huh. what we're doing is we're leaving the breather on, or we're going to put a new breather that has a, a catch can attachment to it? Basically, the... You pull the breather hose off from the intake tube to the valve cover. Okay. The catch can goes in the middle with a little filter-type system inside okay. of it. And you drain that out every oil change or something like that. This so is on the fresh air side, the not the PCV right. valve side. Okay, right. okay. So normally on the fresh air side, we suck air from the air cleaner assembly. To right. We clean it first, and then we suck it through the motor yeah. and out the other side. Yeah. So in your case, it's on the fresh air yeah. in, intake so side. Under When you're under high load conditions where you don't have the vacuum, it traps the oil that's coming out of the fresh air side. Okay. Well, what kind of car are we talking about, Tom? Yeah. Uh, it's a new Mazda CX-5. Okay. It's got the 2.5 in it. And then uh, just, you know, you hear the stories in there. Again, I don't know how much you get into those intake valves and all carboned up. You know, yeah. because you're not getting that gasoline spray on that on the valve. You want to comment on that? And service it once a year. Do yeah. the, do a intake valve cleaning once a year. We and, and and what we've got here is is direct injection. Yeah, we're spraying. Before we used to spray, you know, past the or into the back of the valve, and we cleaned up any oil that was sliding up and down on the backside of the intake valve. Today, we're injecting the fuel directly into the cylinder. So now we're carboning up to the back of the valves because we don't have the gas cleaning that off. So, yes, it is something that we're seeing a lot of yeah. um, in, in an extreme way sometimes. Yeah, just depending upon the, the type of driver. Right. And, and Drive it like you stole it, Tom, and you won't have to worry about that. <laughs> well, one of, one of the problems with the catch cans is we've seen a lot of people put them on and then they don't ever drain them. So after they fill up in a little while, they don't do any good anyway if you don't drain them. And they also have to have some vent in them, which means it's going to make a heck of a mess once it fills the can. Well, that's that's why they're, they're just in line with that breather. Okay. Once it fills the can, it's just pushing oil back in. Back in. Yeah, like it's... Yeah, so if you don't drain it, they don't do any good at all. Yeah. Alan put a catch can on my diesel because, for whatever reason, the boost has changed slightly. Slightly? Slightly. Is, is it chrome, Mark? Um, no, it's not. <laughs> so he did put this catch can on there. And the first time I drove it, I opened the hood, and the whole underside of the hood in front of the driver's side is covered with oil. He didn't close it all the way? I was kind of mad. <laughs> this, this is, And it also has a brand-new valve cover on it with our company name on it. Okay, so I'm a little... I'm a little okay. So I call him, and he says, yeah, yeah, we're, we're working on that. We're working on that. He says, it's the baffle coming off the top of the valve cover on the 6.7 Dodge. So after he doesn't perform as quickly as I could, you know those green pads we use to clean stuff? They're like yeah, three yeah. by four. Uh-huh. I cut three pieces to fit on the top of the vent, and then I riveted them together. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then I stuffed them in the half-moon opening. Fixed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you do have to go. And he put a dipstick in there so you can actually pull the dipstick out of the catch can and see how much oil's in there. Then at the bottom, there's a valve that opens and closes. So I thought that was pretty cool. I wish he would have just done his testing on somebody else's truck (laughs) other than mine. Anyway, Tom, well, I think 
and you you thought I was teasing when I said drive it hard, but I'm not. Some, yeah, these need to be driven hard occasionally. Yeah, you you just need to if you're going to drive around as if you had a hot cup of coffee on the dash, you're going to see us every year or earlier than that. Yeah. yeah. But if you drive it like you stole it every once in a while, you're you're going to be better off. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. And Mike, you're up next. How can we help you? Yeah, hi, Mark. Thanks for your program. I sure enjoy it. And there's an old hot rodder from the 60s. I sure appreciate it. Oh. Three, quick, oh. uh, look, <laughs> three, three quick little deals. I had the occasion three or four years ago. They put in a semi-synthetic oil in my S10, 2000 S10 I've had since new. And, of course, it started leaking right away because I had no uh, previous uh, uh, semi-synthetic or uh, synthetic in it before. So... I switched back over to the regular oil, and it drips less now. So have you guys seen that with older cars when they put in semi-synthetics and, the, and it starts leaking? Not generally. It's a, The weight of the oil is more or less where you're at. They might have changed the weight a little bit on that one. But uh, generally speaking, you said it's dripping a little less. All, all it did was show you that you had some leaks anyway. So I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't blame it on all on the synthetics. That's for sure. And and okay. I agree with that. I, that that's what happened when we transitioned into synthetics. Yes, it did. And because we had a lot of people, but it it has a lot more than the weight. Right now we're at zero. Yeah. And and so it flows like a zero when it's cold. Yeah. Okay. That's like water. Yeah. Okay. So a zero twenty, it flows like a twenty weight when it's hot. It 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 does cause oil leaks, but in reality, I, I agree ninety nine percent with you. It was there anyway. Yeah. We just aggravated okay. it. Yeah, and the okay. new the newer I, I, cars, the newer cars have a lot better valve cover gaskets, oil pan gaskets, all that. They they're a lot better than some of the older ones. Depending on its year of S ten, it might be really hard to keep a, a a full synthetic from leaking on that car. And and I'd also make sure the PCV valve was working on that yeah. that S ten because if we don't if we're not sucking the fumes out of it then we're building pressure and that pressure is going to cause an oil leak as well. So it yeah. could have been that uh, they could be related but if I were you um how many miles are on that S ten? 88,000, it's a new, uh, uh, how does this new 2,000, 88,000, uh, I'm sorry, it's a 2,000 S10, 88,000 miles, had it new, and uh, and it's a 5W30 uh, oil. Okay, if you wanted to run a test, put 30 weight in it for 3,000 miles and see what happens. On the 30 weight uh, pulse of yeah. No, I, at all? I'd use a 30 weight conventional. Let's let's check both ends yeah. of the spectrum yeah. because what you've got is way left, and what I'm offering is way right. So if you come back and you say, "Oh, it made all the difference in the world," then we got kind of an answer. Yeah. But your gaskets, I think, on that 2000, we still got a lot of cork. Yeah. Well, but today we got those rubber gaskets that uh, yeah. are virtually the, bulletproof. The 2000, I'm if I remember right, has also got a plastic timing cover with an inset seal. Uh huh. Once it starts leaking. There's you, no fix. There's no fix in it. It's you, a two point. It's a two point two engine, and there's oh, no it's a four cylinder. Oh, it's a four cylinder. Yeah. And I don't no know. I, yeah. From the timing chain area. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Um. Uh, but uh, thank you, thank you, Mike, for calling. You know, one time we had a an oil leak on a timing chain that was like a ten hour timing chain, and in the old days we used to do this. We used to clean up the area that it was leaking. And then we would bring another vehicle in, and we would disable the PCV valve system. And we'd put a cork in the one side where the PCV valve is, and then we'd block off the other side so the engine 
was kind of tight. So we'd run the vacuum hose off of car number two to the dipstick tube without the dipstick. So we'd create a vacuum, vacuum. inside the engine. Okay? Then we'd take a screwdriver with some silicone. Now, keep in mind, we've got this leak in about a two-inch area. So the engine is filled with vacuum. So you take your silicone with your screwdriver, and you just paint the area where it's leaking. Start sucking it in. Sucking it in. And you'd put one or two screwdrivers on there, and then you'd shut everything off and let it sit. The first time we tried it, it didn't work. So we take the cover off there, and there's like two tubes of silicone inside. (laughs) (laughs) But it has worked since on the older model cars. As long as it's got a PCV valve in it and it's operating, then we have successfully sucked hard on the... And the motor's not running, of course. But the motor's off, the key's in your pocket. We're sucking hard on the dipstick tube. And and you don't suck hard on the dipstick tube if the bottom sits in oil. <laughs> you got to have it above the level of the oil. Oh, you suck the oil. But anyway, suck hard on the motor, and then clean that area up with brake clean, and just a little bit of silicone. Have you ever heard of that? No, Mark. Okay. How about you, Kurt? <laughs> Uh, that's one I haven't haven't heard of, Mark. You've well, done well. In 1985, we did that. That's when we made the mistake of filling the engine up with silicone. <laughs> yeah, it's, the way, a... it's the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. You live and learn. But we learn from one another. Yeah. Someday you're going to try that, Eric. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll do it. He'll, you're going to try that. Now, obviously, a front seal, rear shield, that's not going to work. No. Back of the intake might work. Yeah. Oil pan, timing cover, maybe but you've got to have a good source of vacuum. I can tell you right now, the vacuum pump for our AC, you ain't going to pull that down. <laughs> How about one of them uh, vacs they use on to evacuate the uh, radiator, the cooling system? I don't know why that wouldn't work, because sucking fluid is yeah. going to take more power than sucking air, Yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So that would work. So I'm not suggesting that we invent that <laughs> and sell it. I'm just saying there's been a lot of time between me and you. Yeah. So... We were smarter generation. (laughs) (laughs) We were raised by the greatest generation. Remember that, Mark? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So Kurt and Eric from Kurt's Automotive, I-17 and Bell, they've been flying wing with me this week. And uh, you guys take appointments. Yes. And you guys are open. Yes. And we're running the bays and everything else. Yes. And I don't know, your guys could be in moon suits. I don't know. Some of the people have been in moon suits. I've seen it. Our guys are using masks and, and lots of gloves. So we're doing the best we can to minimize yeah. that kind of stuff. But we have lines drawn on the uh, lobby area that's three feet back, and then the counter's three feet. So there's the six feet. I talked to my son the other day, and he says, Dad, nobody has paid attention to those lines. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> they walk in. I mean, and we've reduced our seating in our lobby to three chairs, ten feet apart, instead of having yeah. ten chairs. Yeah. And they still pull it together and will talk to yeah. one another. So there's nothing you can do. No. Um, we we can't spank our customers. <laughs> <laughs> it don't work very yeah. good. Yeah. They usually don't come back if you spank them. <laughs> yeah. You know, hey, get your chair away from over there. <laughs> doesn't work. So anyway, anything else new in your lives? Mm-hmm. Is is Eric uh, better every day, or does he is he on the flat and flat line? Well, he's got to the place where he's learning something every day, yeah. but he's also getting old enough; he's forgetting stuff too. So he's about holding his own. I want to tell you something: the Rolodex in your head, the older you get, <laughs> you can hear it going, <laughs> and you're trying to think of somebody's name, and and your wife's gonna, f- and you just say, shut up! I'll get it in a uh. minute, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's it. <laughs> You know, I, I'm, I'm at the point now, I'm sure everybody out there is going to be saying the same thing. 
I, I got to open up a couple cabinets in the garage to just find out where I put the carbs for. <laughs> and, and if I put it in the same cabinet every time, I wouldn't have a problem. So anyway, mark at marksalem.com if you want to send me an email, I'll answer it. Mark at marksalem.com. If you call the shop, Salem Boys, leave your name and phone number, and I call from a blocked line for obvious reasons. So either one of those two are a way to get a hold of me. And uh, Salem Boys Auto, talk to my daughter Andy, and she'll put you in touch with me, or mark at marksalem.com.